Dangerous conditions for poorly paid workers in a shoddy garment factory are not acceptable, but at least you can see the problems these workers face. Not so for millions around the globe who make up what's sometimes called the world's largest invisible workforce. We're talking domestic workers, nannies, house cleaners, caregivers, most of them immigrants and women. This week, as part of our Global Nation coverage, we've been hearing their stories. Our final story today takes place here in Boston, where domestic workers and their employers are testing new ways to settle disputes outside of a courtroom. The world's Nina Porzuki has a story. How are you? Good to see you. On a recent Saturday afternoon, a dozen women, nannies and house cleaners, many immigrants from Brazil, gather with employers in a living room in Cambridge, Massachusetts. They snack on cheese and crackers, breaking the ice a bit before talking about how to tackle some of the work troubles that can bubble up. They said they would pay me for the gas and the mileage. They did that the first week, and I'm there almost 10 months now, and I haven't seen any more money about it. And I don't know what to do. Anna Amaral from Brazil is a nanny in Boston. As she talks, several women in the room nod their head and offer advice. They may not remember it as you do, Anna. They really may not. You have a conversation. I'm talking right now. You'll remember 30% of it, and it'll come out of your mouths in your own words. It's definitely an issue that could go to mediation. That's Lydia Edwards, a lawyer at the Brazilian Immigrant Center here. She's fierce in the courtroom, but her goal here is to try to find ways to settle disputes between domestic workers and employers outside of the courtroom. The process seems simple. A worker brings a complaint to the center about, say, a wage issue. The center contacts the employer to see if they'd like to meet with trained mediators to find a solution instead of resorting to legal action. And the mediators know these conflicts well because they're domestic workers and employers themselves. wanted to figure out a way that workers could be a part of the resolution of their own issues. Edwards started the project after the downtown Boston law firm where she'd worked downsized. Out of a job, she volunteered her legal expertise at the center, setting up a law office in the center's kitchen. She met with hundreds of Brazilians at that kitchen table, house cleaners and nannies. She realized laws about minimum wage and meal breaks don't always protect these workers. Fighting over whether trick-or-treating time is payment time or not, which I've had to do in court, whether making a meal and eating some of it now negates you from getting paid for that. I've had those fights in court. Edwards also realized that workers weren't always seeking a big settlement, rather something else. Sometimes people are coming to me, and I notice as a lawyer, what you want, I couldn't give you anyway in court. At the beginning, what I just was looking for, actually, was for an apology. Again, Nanny Ana Amaral. She first met Edwards at the Brazilian Center for help about unpaid wages, a common complaint for these workers. But it wasn't money that upset Amaral. Rather, how her employer treated her. She lashed out at me in, in the library in front of other friends, other nannies, in front of the librarians. Amaral did go to court in the end, and she won. But it still didn't feel resolved. These feelings are natural because of the intimacy of domestic work, says Edwards. They took care of your children from birth sometime. They, like, really love and care for your parents, and vice versa. Like, you've had such an intense, intimate bond. Edwards argues that in some cases, talking it out might help prevent a courtroom battle. Back in that Cambridge living room, the women hold a mock mediation between an employer, Peter, and Johnny, the caregiver for Peter's elderly father. Amaral practices mediating the case. 
So whatever you share here, if you don't want us to share in front of Johnny, that is totally up to you. But we just would like to try to understand more what you're coming from when you say that is a lot in, in your, on your shoulders right now. Is that okay? So far, the center has successfully mediated five cases. A slow start, partly because people don't know that mediation is a legal tool. But Edwards hopes that'll change as word spreads. No one should be working in the dark or feeling undervalued. Meanwhile, other advocates for domestic workers are following this project's progress. In an industry that can lack protection, there's a search for other options. For The World, I'm Nina Porzuki in Boston. You can hear another story of a domestic worker who felt invisible and now has a voice because of mediation. We've got a video at theworld.org.